We're live. We are live. Is is this on? This is on. Is, is this on? Is this on? Welcome back, people. Hi. Long well, time no see. Yeah, long time no see. Or here, I guess you'd have to hear. You can't really see us. That's right. Because if you could see me right now, I'm wearing hamburger pajama pants, which I stole from my fiance. It's like you're wearing a uh, clothing outfitted by Bam Margera for his dad. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Yeah. Um. Anyways. Hi, welcome. I'm Ryan. And I'm Brad. And welcome. if you haven't heard us before, um, <laughs> which is entirely possible because we're kind of at a crossroads. We are. We, 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 we're the hosts, uh, well, sometimes hosts, of our company's podcast called Nebcast. And we've kind of reached a point where uh, we don't have a lot left to talk about. <laughs> um, like, we're, we're doing stuff, but we haven't really had, like, the... Ambition that, like, it just seems uh, talking about our movie projects like there's nowhere to go with it. We usually end up saying like, "Oh yeah, we're doing this. All right, let's move on." Yeah, I can though too. Though I mean, our our domain though, as we've really put a lot of stuff into that lately, like with the stories and yeah, we just uh, if you've been following the Nedcast feed, uh, the last episode featured me and Adam talking about the Noir story. And I guess, Ryan, what were your thoughts about it? It was cool. You know, I I chose to do the last part um, just because I always like to close things. But uh, my character wasn't mentioned in the first story that was written. And that was the second part. Mm -hmm. So uh, you had the fun of making the first part after the second part was written and trying to figure out what happened to my guy. Mm -hmm. And then I had to figure out why my guy was so left you know out right and uh yeah it was different and uh it's it's kind of difficult but you know <laughs> you also test your creativity and see what you can actually do with it mm-hmm. and i thought everybody had a different take on and a different style of writing for sure each one had its own unique vibe to it for sure yeah, it was cool how everyone managed to actually build off of that yes yeah weird crazy schedule and everything but it worked well yeah it's uh, pretty cool um i've been drawing a little less since i started work again but yeah it's uh fun to see like all the characters like Im- images images that accompany the accompany the stories like just to see the characters like in the real world yeah doing stuff it's hilarious it cracks me up um so yeah but um still like even strix's domain isn't popular enough to talk about for maybe more than 10 minutes exactly so i mean we probably could have an episode where we just sat around and brainstormed ideas for a while but i mean i don't know who'd want to listen to that yeah i i would but it would also like we need all the other members in the room brainstorming because ideas bounce off each other so anyway um it's just we and we interviewed like all of our friends and stuff like on guest episodes yep uh, so, and we talked about their life stories, so there just wasn't much left to do. Um, I'm sure in the future there will be, but right now it's just kind of like each week we come to each other with like, what are we going to talk about? And we have no ideas. Even like our daily, like, what did we do this week? It never seems to amount to us wanting to talk, to talk <laughs> about it. Like, oh, last week I did two nights of trivia and we got second place in one of them. Right, moving on. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I I don't know if that just comes with 
<laughs> getting older, <laughs> we're just not cool anymore. Or maybe we're in never. A year, <laughs> we've already like exhausted our interest in ourselves. <laughs> or maybe we're so cool that we're too cool to talk about each other. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Either way, we do know that we're still able to talk about movies and stuff. Yes. So we are. And I think a couple episodes ago, we kind of mused about like. Because it seems like whenever we talk about movies or entertainment, people seem to care about what we're talking about. Yeah, isn't that kind of so? And like, uh, was it James? Like James mm-hmm. wanted to do something like that himself. Yep. So. So we we made the decision. Yeah. To move forward with just doing movies because. I, oh, and I, I wanted to do that awesome dairy channel like the YouTube. I know, Ryan di- but since you're I, uh, unfortunately well so fucking busy. Not that, really, unfortunately. <laughs> I mean, I got promoted, so. Yeah. I mean, it's hard for me That's to... That's big news. You got promoted. Yeah, I did get promoted. And it's... I mean, it's cool, but, like, at the same time, I, I, I don't know if I'm working... Oh, well, I guess I am working a lot more hours, but it just seems I'm so... Because I'm the end. Like, I realized that to... I mean, I knew it before, but sometimes you don't realize it until you have to do it. I was... I wasn't supposed to go until 11 today, and my assistant manager clocked in under somebody else's number. So I got a call last night, like, at 9 at night from the support center saying that he's missing a day so i had to go in in enough time today before 8 30 to make sure that he got his pay and everything and and so when i was there i had to do there was like a list of things i needed to do when i got there at 11 but i realized that at 11 o'clock it's lunchtime and i won't have time to do it so instead of working 11 to 8 today i worked 8 to 7 <laughs> so it's uh and you don't get extra pay for that because your nope. salary <laughs> exactly i get whatever i'm supposed to get Hopefully a bonus. Oh, I do get it. My bonus is huge. Free burritos. Uh, I get as many free burritos as I want. <laughs> well, you're supposed to have only one a day, but I mean, I don't, I don't eat more than one a day. But I mean, if someone came in, I'd give it to them. Like I knew, you know. They're so anal about it, but it doesn't really matter. Sorry, we're out of chicken meat. Yeah. <laughs> the manager's eating sixteen <laughs> burritos in the back room. <laughs> I can have as many as I want. It's so good. <laughs> uh. So, yeah, so, like, I wanted to do that YouTube channel because it would, like, those YouTube, like, video blogs, mm-hmm. like, get I know 100,000 hits from people. <laughs> There's this one, uh, I was watching uh, Tosh.0, and it had, like, this fat guy on it, and he was, like, screaming at the top of his lungs that he was fat, and it's not fair that people make fun of him because of it. It's the funniest thing I've ever mm-hmm. seen because kids would, uh, he said kids would just look into his... <laughs> his window and laugh at him or something <laughs> and he was cussing up a storm it was so funny I, it's hard to describe but i'm sure if you type in fat man angry on youtube you'll be able to watch it sweet i have something to do when i get home <laughs> he just goes ballistic it's really funny so but yeah you're too like too busy to do that so unfortunately um, i mean if i can get uh once i get settled down and i have a set schedule then i can start doing it and it's freaking bono's birthday today oh what a loser maybe we, maybe we have to talk about that <laughs> Fucking hate have you ever done like a full like i guess that was gonna be your first video blog is yeah well stay tuned for the first of, video blog of me dissing bono on the awesome dairy channel <laughs> the awesome dairy channel all things that are awesome all the time yep fucking bono dude uh or unawesome i guess yeah <laughs> it's the first episode um so yeah i guess we're gonna just kind of stick to like a you know a movie podcast for a while and the uh the the initial dilemma is how do we set ourselves apart from every other movie podcast that ex- I'm sure there's hundreds of nerds out there with their own 
Yep. I know I, when I, I'm talking about movies, and let's focus on stuff we don't really like. We watch them, but we don't really make them. You know, so. I, at the same, I, I think what really separates us is um, would be our candid like discussion about it. You, you think know, our opinions are that different from everyone else's. Well, you know, sometimes you read. Um, I don't know if you go to Rotten Tomatoes, they have all those um, critic reviews, and a lot of them, even if they're, uh, you know, negative, they still like they really don't attack movies. Where I will tell you, a movie's a piece of shit, and have no qualm about it. You know, Ryan Frost telling it like it is. <laughs> I just pulled up my arms. Of movie podcast, <laughs> unfucking believable. <laughs> um, and I can come up with some kind of clever advertisement <laughs> string for it you know and then i could say stuff like um uh terry and gilliam what are you doing <laughs> did you see parnassus i have not yet uh, i'll rent it when it's available to rent at Breadbox in 28 days <laughs> uh so anyway anyways uh, I guess we should... Um, so, Brad, did you tell everybody the name of our movie cast? No, I was about to, like, we got to give it the grand fanfare intro. Okay. So, <laughs> starting now, from now on, you're listening to Netflix with Ryan and Brad. <laughs> <laughs> Join us as we go... Join us from week to week to learn about your favorite movies. <laughs> yeah. See, we, we actually caught a break, and I just thought of this um, now, is it's a summer movie um, time, and I happen to have a summer movie calendar right in front of me. So, I thought we would go through and tell you the movies that we were looking forward to, and I guess the best way to start is we already saw the movie to launch the summer. We saw probably the biggest movie and most anticipated movie of the summer. It is, and we saw Iron Man 2. And Iron Man 2! I am Iron Man! And now here's where I'll play like an ACDC song. <laughs> yeah. Just like the, that, uh, uh, the album went to number five on the Billboard charts, just a, like a greatest hits of ACDC. Yeah. I saw that. It's pretty interesting. I get it, but I have like all those albums with those songs. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what the allure would be to have, except to have Iron Man 2 poster art <laughs> as a CD cover. I don't know. I want an ACDC album with Iron Man and War Machine on it. <laughs> totally. That looks like the Black Ice album. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, Brad, what did you think of Iron Man 2? Okay, what did I think of Iron Man 2? Should we do it formal or just riff? Just riff. Are you, okay. how, how do you want to do formal? I didn't... Well, I don't know if you've listened like, to like... Uh, what is it? Uh, slash film, like they have yeah. very organized. Uh, like okay, well the first fifteen minutes we're gonna talk about this, and like they actually time themselves, and then they cut into, uh, like they give each person a say, and hmm. then, um, like they talk about specific parts of the film, whereas we usually just go, oh this was awesome. Well, <laughs> but we don't want to be like them. We want yeah, to be exactly. Thing, so. I, I think it's better if we just riff because I think that's where we're the most creative. Yeah, and I if thought- you're still listening to us right now, thank you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, thanks for sticking with us as we kind of stumble through the creation of this new podcast. Um, yeah, Iron Man 2. I thought it was a ton of fun. Me too. It's not like a deep movie, but you know, I, as far as superhero sequels goes, you know, oh it's, yeah. it's up there with The Dark Knight, I think. Yeah, you know, I, I think that's what Iron Man is, though. It's not so much about um, Iron Man. It's Tony Stark, and I, I still think, you know, I love Spider-Man. I love Toby as Spider-Man, and I love Christian Bell as Batman. But Robert Downey Jr. might be the best cast superhero ever. Mm. I mean, he just personifies. He makes those movies. Wonderful. Oh man, <laughs> could you met? Yeah, can he's just cool. He's mm-hmm. he's just the personification personification of cool throughout the whole movie. And really, he's not 
he's most of the time in those movies he is playing Tony Stark. He's not really in the suit. Yeah, exactly. Or playing Iron Man, he's playing Tony Stark, and I'd say how many Iron Man two? There's maybe three twenty thirty minutes of just of him in the suit. The yeah. rest is him as just Tony Stark being yeah. hilarious. Yeah, and I mean the what was it like maybe three major battles with um, Iron Man in that? Yeah, because you have the the first one. He jumps out of the plane. Where he jumps out of the plane, and then he fights Whiplash at Mo- Monaco in the sort of like the suitcase suit. Yeah. Yeah. And then the last one, right? Um, I guess he gets drunk and fights War Machine. Yeah, in his in his home. Yeah, he, he, so that's uh, four. He's drunk fighting, and then yeah, I don't think he puts on the suit until the final like yeah. expo scene. Yeah, and it's him kind of trying to find himself. You know, I guess it makes sense because he doesn't want to wear it all the time, <laughs> like as much in the beginning because it's killing him. So Ex- yeah, exactly. Which you know, spoiler was, alert, spoiler alert. <laughs> but what you know, if you haven't seen it by now, you're an idiot. <laughs> totally. Um, it was alienated once. Everybody. <laughs> Everyone who hasn't seen Iron Man 2 like, oh, fuck those guys. Well, you know, I'm actually really disappointed my fiance has not seen the first Iron Man. And what, you know, I... What's her reasoning, Ryan? You know, what really hurts my it's heart... Been two years. She I know. had plenty of time. What hurts my heart is she doesn't like superhero movies. Uh, I know, what? right? She's, Ryan just collapsed I did. in front of me. And she said, I don't really, you know, I've seen parts of Spider-Man 2. She hasn't seen the whole Spider-Man 2. Or one. <laughs> I, I, I can understand three, but... Yeah. Like, you know, maybe the greatest superhero movie of all time, Spider-Man 2. She has not seen it. Breaks and my heart. you proposed to her why? I know. I should have just... <laughs> I should have proposed her to get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> Anyways, back to Iron Man 2. You made me dinner, and, you know, you did my laundry, but... You haven't seen Spider-Man. Bye. Yeah. yeah. We're done. We're totally <laughs> done. It should have um, been my next... Uh, Thing. But you know, actually, I, I did. Ryan. Yeah, I will be here tomorrow. No, I no, I did like uh, two. There was a lot of characters in Iron Man two, and it was handled really well. A lot of I was reading a lot of critics' reviews, and they said it they didn't handle Samuel Jackson and Scarlett Johansson very well. But I thought it was handled really well. I think if you were uh, someone who's not familiar with the Iron Man mythos and whatever, you're probably really lost with or feel like no resonance with those characters, but. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we saw the first movie and what and, came after. Yeah, and we're familiar with the comic books, so we kind of already have a little backstory I with those so. characters. But yeah, they they as someone who doesn't know, I'm sure they probably a little lost because you know this guy with an eye patch just shows up and mm-hmm. he's suddenly friends with them and has all these answers. You know? Yeah, but I, I thought it was a really interesting movie. I, I I mean, you cannot stop having fun. The the one thing I did not like in the movie. And um, if I was going to give it a percentage, I'd give it like, you know, like a 90%. But the 10% I'd knock it down for is obvious product placement. Drove me nuts. Mm-hmm. They I did, didn't, you I didn't, didn't even notice? No. There's a part where... Um, and we were so close to the screen. And I, I know, I can't even <laughs> notice. And, I mean, you, you pay attention to details more than I do, but uh, there's a part where, I don't know if he's... I think he's talking... Um, Gwyneth Paltrow and Scarlett Johansson are talking. And, like, it's, it's a low shot. And there's a coffee table, so the oh. the frame po- points up, and all you see is a Dr. Pepper can pointing right at oh. that's right in the middle of the screen. And then when Tony is uh, boxing, he's using a Dick Sporting Good uh, water bottle that oh, you can yeah, see, see Dick yeah. Sporting Good like clearly. And oh man, it seemed natural to me, but yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's like total product placement throughout that whole movie. Was there any Burger King in it? I don't remember. I'm sure at the Stark Expo, Stark, Probably. if you looked around, I'm sure there was some <laughs> Burger King sign around there somewhere. 
uh, or Audi. He was driving an Audi, right? Yeah, see, that yeah. makes more sense. So it's like James Bond. You know, if James Bond's driving, you know, I don't know, BMW or something, it just makes sense because he's supposed to have cool cars, and you expect Tony Stark to have cool cars. And uh, another spoiler alert, there's a Captain America sighting in that movie, or at least a shield. There's some good nods to the other Marvel characters yeah. with the little gags. Well, yeah. if you stayed past the credits, and hopefully you've seen the movie by now, we'll spoil it for you, but Thor's hammer shows up because the next movie Marvel is releasing is Thor. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that should be cool. And no, I thought the movie was awesome. I love Robert Downey Jr. in that, and I love that Robert Downey Jr. has made a comeback. And one of the movies I saw him in recent, uh, I guess not too recently, but where I, th- I forgot that he was in and he was really good, and it was Zodiac. He was really good in Zodiac. I haven't seen that. I should. You should. It's a really good movie. Really slow moving, but, you know, good. Yeah. It was Iron Man 2, start of the summer, and I'm glad I saw it because it's the movie I think I wanted to see the most this summer, and it delivered. It yeah, was it lots of fun. It usually, like, yeah, the second one's kind of a letdown. And they also handled uh, different plot points and multiple characters really well. Yeah, I agree. I thought the Mickey Rourke and uh, Sam Rockwell. Yeah, like, I thought Sam Rockwell was actually more um, um, interesting as a villain mm-hmm. than Mickey Rourke. Right. But at the same time, I liked Mickey Rourke, too, because, uh, you know, I was concerned because the last big superhero movie, obviously, was The Dark Knight. And um, I was concerned that, you know, all the villains now would be Heath Ledger, Joker-inspired, mm-hmm. where uh, he had this motivation to, to, you know, get Stark back. But he had a little different motivation, and he wasn't totally crazy, and he was actually a genius. Yeah, he played dumb, but was really a genius. Exactly. Yeah. So it was it was a cool take on. I, mean, I guess that's kind of like you know Ledger's Joker, where you don't think he's in control, but he's totally in control. But right. but I like that they didn't make him totally dark, and I don't know. That's a or completely crazy. Completely yeah. crazy. That's my big concern because you know the Dark Knight was so successful, like 3D. Now <laughs> he just he just you know they put 3D in everything, so you worry that. They're going to make all superhero movies with villains that are dark. And, you know, I don't think a dark villain would even fit in the Iron Man world like the Spider-Man world. Mm-hmm. Where the, uh, the Iron Man world, it's, you know, villains with technology. <laughs> and He's like Spider-Man. He fights scientists. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, Batman fights crazy criminals. <laughs> yeah. Two-bit thugs. Two-bit thugs. It's also nice how, uh, you know, like in Spider-Man 3 where they kind of just throw two villains together and yeah. try to explain why they would team up or something. Mm-hmm. In Iron Man 2, it felt very natural that, you know, oh, yeah. this one guy would hire the other guy. And they, they start at the, you know, almost at the very beginning of the movie instead of, th- like, they come together at the end. Exactly. You know, they actually work together yeah, cause meticulously I, to yeah, take down. I'm not sure exactly how much time passed from the time he broke Mickey Rourke's character Whiplash out of prison mm-hmm. to the final showdown. But I'm guessing it's like a couple months. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, it's irrelevant, but... Even you know. weeks. I mean, he's a genius, so he can throw that stuff together pretty fast, but... Yeah, and you know, I, I one of the moments I really liked with Sam Rockwell is the return to Stark Expo. At the beginning, Tony Stark made this huge entrance as Iron Man, and we had all these cheerleaders dancing around, and basically he was saying how great he was because he privatized <laughs> world peace. And uh, Sam Rockwell came out and tried to be as cool as him and did these, like, stupid dance. And it yeah, was... and he had, like, lame jokes. Yeah, he had lame jokes. It was what great. Was it? Like, you're going to read about this in print or something? <laughs> yeah. 
and the crowd just goes silent. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Sam Rockwell's a great actor, though. He also has like this good twist to like uh, that one scene. Like, you kind of feel like he's a bumbling scientist throughout most of the movie, yeah. but then he has that one scene where he's uh, reprimanding Whiplash. Yeah. Like he stole my stuff, and like he, like he show how like really sinister he could be. Yeah. So. Like, he actually really has, like, a mean, uh, like a true mean side. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. I, I just, like, I enjoy the movie, because sometimes movies that big, they really let you down. Um, my, my letdown, you know, last year was Avatar, because everyone <laughs> talked about how great it was. Even James put it in his top ten movies, and no. no. And you haven't seen it, so. I haven't seen it, and I probably won't. <laughs> just good, uh, good man. out of protest. Well, you can finally see Titanic next year, which will be in 3D. Oh, great. <laughs> Or maybe it's 2012, like it's 15th anniversary, I forget. Actually, I think Sunday, uh, it was on at my parents' house, mm-hmm. like in the background. I think my sister was watching it upstairs, so I saw a little more of it than I've seen before. <laughs> <laughs> were you still super impressed? Yeah, they were uh, a bunch of dudes, uh, I guess ship hands, captains, whatever it were. Um, I assume they already hit the iceberg. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> quite sinking yet, so they were kind of pl- plotting how to escape. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, I guess a uh, an ocean liner. It takes. It does take three hours to sink. <laughs> it does. Uh, I always thought it was qu- kind of instantaneous and would happen like in the th- in the last hour of the act. But apparently, it's the whole movie. Uh pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I'm not going to watch it to find out. I don't know. I, I haven't seen it since it came out. I have not seen it in almost 15 years, so I couldn't even tell you exactly um, what happens. I, I know Leo says I'm king of the world because it was mentioned in The Office as well. So <laughs> I'm going to go with The Office that that happened in the movie. Um, but, you know, I, I do like that Leonardo DiCaprio has become like a really great actor. He came from Titanic where he could have kept on doing those stupid, cheesy, romantic movies to doing great movies. And I mean, catch me if you can, and stuff like that. And he's actually in the movie I want to see the most next. Yeah, he's all right. <laughs> no, just kidding. Leo. <laughs> uh, yeah, good segue. Yeah, so into, um, like probably my next most anticipated movie, yes. Yeah. Um, which is which is Inception, but that comes out in July. Fuck. I know, right? So we'll go. I'll go through these really quick and see what else comes let's out. Do it in chronologically, May. what's next? Comes out. What in are you May. looking forward to seeing this week, Ryan? This week, let's see. This Last weekend was Iron Man. And now, the following um, Friday. The following Friday, dude. Seriously, okay. I'll, I'll give you the list of what's being released. Um, Just right with Queen Latifah in common. Finally, finally, I've, I haven't even seen a preview for it. Letters to Juliet, which that one movie even better, where she writes a letter and puts it in a wall, and then no, no, years dude, later she finds a letter oh, in the wall from another woman. I saw the trailer. Okay, <laughs> I did too. But I swear, I saw like the whole movie in the trailer, like. Yeah, but I, I don't know. You got it wrong. I, get, I got it mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> the trailer confused me. Oh damn! You were paying attention. <laughs> uh, yeah, like she finds a letter and it's written by this other chick who she's hanging out with in Europe. Well, I, move, moving on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's hurting um, my head. Just you know, about there's it. a couple of independent ones, but I guess the big movie next week is no, Robin. No, no, we, we we acknowledge all movies, Ryan. Okay, so the next one big is is looking for Eric. Haven't heard of it. Okay, so moving along, and the next one is Princess Kind of Looney. Is there a in there? Nope. Anything? Just nope. a list? Oh, I have a list. I mean, I can flip through all the pages and give you a description if you want. We we, we honor movies, <laughs> Ryan. We don't just gloss over and... <laughs> okay, well, we'll... We'll, we'll talk about the good and the bad. I'll see if I can find... Oh, well, there's Just Right with um, 
Queen Latifah in common. Yeah. Let's see. I'm sure it's in this little... Um, what is this Eric movie? Looking for Eric. It's a gritty social realist. Ken Loach goes for laughs and soccer in Looking for Eric. Who's in it? Uh, that would be Eric Cantona and Steve Evert. Evitz. So it's a documentary? I guess. I don't know. Because the real Eric is in it. Whatever. Yes. Um, the next one is Princess Kanalunai. Kualuni. Something like that. And that one, I just saw the little snippet in here. <laughs> so I think each week we should sit down and review the movie we saw that week. Sounds good. And we should see a movie every week. Oh, yeah, I'm Theater down. or DVD. Sounds good. And then, I guess maybe the last half, talk about what's coming up. Cool. Um, so make it Barry Pepper gets... It's, is the princess it's the lay of the land in 19th century Hawaii. So, Barry Pepper's in it. Alright. Cool. Um, Barry Pepper, you may remember. Oh, I got the Saving Private Ryan Blu-ray. Is it nice? It's nice. Love that movie. I haven't heard it yet because I've only been able to watch it like after hours. <laughs> I can't turn the system up loud, but it looks great. Oh, that movie's so awesome. It has Matt Damon. And they said, uh, like some review I read of it said the they put the black bars in to keep the original aspect ratio because mm-hmm. i guess a lot of blu-ray movies they still crop even though it's widescreen really um but this one fits to fill on my screen huh. so i don't know if my, maybe my screen is a different widescreen ratio than I everyone else's but anyway next i'll have to put it in mine and see <laughs> and robin hood's head. the biggest <laughs> is the biggest movie next week oh are you gonna see robin hood you know i probably will just because i like to see movies <laughs> I, i'm a little apprehensive about it because y- you know, I'm not a big fan of Russell Crowe. No, you're not. Um, I like Gladiator. Is he up there with Bono for you? <laughs> Pretty close. I don't know. He's, he's good in Gladiator. I like him in 310 to Yuma. Mm. I guess I like him more in roles where he's a little more action-oriented, you know? Not, he's, he's a I, good guy in Gladiator. Yeah, I guess action-oriented. You know, I don't mm-hmm. like... I didn't see a good year. Nobody else did either. <laughs> and uh, dude, you're gonna piss off Ridley Scott. And I wasn't. I didn't like Beautiful Mind that much, even though a lot of people like that movie. I haven't seen that. I did see um, Cinderella Man. He was pretty good in that. Yeah, again, kind of action oriented. I guess he plays American Gangster. Is okay. But yeah, you know what I mean. Like I Tugger. Just... <laughs> That's South Park. Yeah, um. <laughs> where he just punches everybody. <laughs> You know, uh, I, I don't know. I just Master and ne- Commander. Master Commander. You know, that's one of the few movies that. that has only a male cast. There's no women in the cast. Um, nice. I know, right? But yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm up in... I might go see that as a matinee if you want to go see it as a matinee. I don't know if I want to spend ten fifty on it. <laughs> well, you know, Ryan, I do love movies too. Yes. So let's do it. Cool. Our next so, movie should be Robin Hood. Our next movie will be Robin Hood. And we'll find out what... Like, that's that's what keeps me from like really wanting to see is like what else can they do with it because it just looks like your standard like war epic yeah instead it, of like a, like a movie about one guy you know yeah you know the the trailers aren't really selling the story because I mean in the trailers it's showing like pic- slow motion pictures of Robin Hood and then all of a sudden it cuts to King John and goes I declare him an outlaw and then just it, what happened in the regular story and yeah part of the trailer is saying like this is the story you haven't heard <laughs> exactly about. and it's exactly this is the one the that same. started the legend 
and is exactly the same. And yeah, Maid Marian's in it, but yeah. he met her in the story we already know. But I guess I was watching it, and she puts on armor, so... And it's Kate Blanchett, and you know, Kate Blanchett, to me, is cute sometimes, and then other times I don't think she's attractive at all. So I don't know. We'll have to do, like, a The Office and... <laughs> like a Hillary Swank? Yeah, Hillary Swank. She is definitely hot. <laughs> no, the question is, would you do her? <laughs> uh, uh, Kevin. Uh, so next week, the Holy Rollers with Jesse Eisenberg and Justin Bartha come out. I forget what that's about. It's about like he's a Jewish guy, <laughs> obviously. But like, I like Jesse Eisenberg a lot. Coming I mean, soon with Jesse Eisenberg, the Jewish guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, kites. Whoa, what? <laughs> Kites? <laughs> oh, I thought you said something. Kikes? <laughs> no, I did not say something racist about Jews. But Jew, being a Jew is not really a race, it's a religion. I don't know. It's an ethnicity. Yeah. It? No? No. Um, MacGruber. <laughs> sounds so intelligent. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what are Jews? MacGruber. Oh, MacGruber. I actually kind of want to see that. Yeah. Because, one, it's rated R. And rated our comedies are a good yeah. sign. And I was reading um, reviews of it online, and it has 10 reviews already, and they all gave it good reviews. So it's like at 100% on the tomato meter right now. Nice. So that's the the like half and half. Like it's a, it's an SL, SNL movie, so which has a lot of misses. But yeah. at the same time, it's a rated R comedy. So yeah, you know, and you still get stuff like um, you know Wayne's World, which is a classic, and. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters isn't really a... Well, I guess that has enough Saturday Night Live actors. On, it was a sketch on Saturday Night Live, wasn't it? No, I think so. Oh, I thought it was. But um, it has Bill Murray Blues and Brothers. Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, Blues that's Brothers. Yep, yeah, that's about it. Um, Coneheads. Coneheads. Which really features Chris Farley, and it's really funny. Like, I didn't even... I remember he was in it, but... Uh, I didn't see it for the longest time, and it was on Comedy Central the other night, and I was really bored. I'm like, I'll watch it, whatever. And he's in it a lot, and he plays a high schooler, which is really weird, because I think in that... Well, I guess he wasn't too old in that movie. He was in 90... Maybe in 1991 that movie came out? 93? 90, yeah, 90... I'd say early 90s, for sure. And so he died when... In, early 20s. In 97, when he was 35. Oh, he's 35 in 97? Yeah. Oh, never mind. So, well, I mean, take away six, seven years... 28 something. 28 he's in high school but he was in love with uh, you know the conehead's daughter and she had a conehead and Are she was 35 when he died? yeah that make him like 40 yeah for sure almost 50 right now yeah I think I think if he was alive today I think he'd be like almost 50 yeah like 48 49 wow yeah or maybe he was 32 that makes more sense yeah I was gonna say like he's almost as old as my dad 32 when was he born? I'm sure Phil Hartman was way older than he was, too. So. No, it was, uh... Was he born in 65? I don't know. Gosh darn it. That's gonna bug me now. 65, then he'd be 32? That makes more sense. Oh, he's in his mid-30s. Maybe he was 35. Yeah. 30, I'd say 30 to 35. I'd, that makes me sad that I don't remember. But anyways, MacRuber looks really good. Yeah. <laughs> like, it looks so silly. And uh, the reviews of it actually have me excited because it's a spoof on action movies mm-hmm. and you know I, I'm actually, I'm a big sucker for spoofs you know a lot of people didn't like the superhero movie but I actually thought there was really some really funny parts in it um, like when Stephen Hawking gets his head stuck in a, a beehive at a science fair and he can't say anything <laughs> it's funny um, yeah and then also Shrek 
Forever After comes out. I have not seen Shrek 3. Wait, Shrek Forever After? The only Shrek movie I know that's coming out is Shrek the Final Chapter. Is that, did they really, honestly, did they change it? I don't know. I saw the toys at Toys R Us, and they have the Forever After on it, so... Yeah, but when we saw the uh, trailer in front of Iron Man, it said the Final Chapter, right? And on TV, all of the trailers I've seen. I think huh. they're, like, they did the same thing DreamWorks did with uh, How to Train Your Dragon. Like, half the time, they just mm. called it Dragons yeah. like in the promos. Well, it's I, like they're dumbing down their titles. I guess they're trying to... Um, I don't know if they're dumbing it down, but they're trying to sell it. Like, you have to see this, because it's the final shrek or something you know like they're worried that the names are too clever to reach an audience yeah because you know it's the fourth one and um who knows and apparently final so and final but yeah i kind of lost interest after the second one so the second one i was i didn't like very much Uh, the first one i actually thought was really clever Mm. but the second one i was meh trying to think something i watched uh, recently like referenced the fact that i'm gonna what was it? They they called it out on like DreamWorks movies being a bunch of 3D pop culture reference movies. Mm. I can't remember what it was. I know I haven't seen How to Train Your Dragon, but I've heard it's really really good. Yeah, but I haven't seen it, so I can't pass judgment. <laughs> yeah, I, I have really no desire to. I but yeah. of all the DreamWorks movies I have seen, like the usual. Yeah, ones. exactly. And that's uh, I think separates Pixar from DreamWorks is Pixar makes. Like timeless isolated movies. <laughs> timeless movies, yeah. yeah. Like that, they exist. They can exist in whatever time. Exactly. And uh, DreamWorks kind of capitalizes on the here and now. I agree. Um, there's one other movie coming out that week. It's called Solitary Man, that I haven't seen a preview for. But Michael Douglas and Danny DeVito are in it. Have you seen? I haven't even heard of it. I haven't heard of it. Yeah. So that makes me interested to see it because Solitary I, Man. But there's two men in it. Yeah, but I like. Um, but I like Michael Douglas actually a lot. I think he has a really cool like demeanor to him as an actor. When does uh, Wall Street Two come out? I they think they pushed it till September. Uh-huh. But uh, stop! I forgot we skipped a movie for our most anticipated movie of the summer, May twenty seventh. The girls are back. Sex in the City Two. Finally, dreams come true. And. I never thought there'd be a sequel. <laughs> um, good news is I have to see it. Because you do have to see it. My fiance loves those movies, and I have never seen an episode. I remember she was watching it one time as background noise, and I don't remember the noise. And I remember um, I heard there's lots of boobs in it. So I was talking to Laura. I'm like, sweet, there's lots of boobs. Maybe I'll watch it. She's like, yeah, there's lots of dicks, too. I'm like, I don't want to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> like, why would I think she's trying to sell it to me, you know? There's also dicks in it. <laughs> Sex in the City, too. There's dicks in it. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> the girls are back, and there's dicks in it. <laughs> um, May 28th. Wow. Sex and City 2 comes out on a Thursday? She doesn't really watch superhero movies, but she watches a movie full of dicks in it. I know, right? Yeah. <sighs> Chicks. Sex and City 2 comes out on a Thursday. Bizarre. Wow. Special enough to get a Thursday opening? <laughs> yeah. Um, on the next day, Agora, which has Rachel Vise in it, who's attractive. Agora? What? Agora. Is Agora. that what it is? Agora? Angora? No, it's A-G-O-R-A. Agora? I haven't heard of it. Um, should probably do some research next time. McMax is the next one. Mad Max? McMax. McMax? Yep, M-I-C-M-A-C-S. Mike Max? Mike Max. McMax. Sounds like a uh, music movie. 
and then uh, Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time, which I think actually looks kind of cool. Um, a typical Bruckheimer film where it's really loud and what, what puzzles me is I don't mind that they got Jake Gyllenhaal to play the prince because I don't know if people would be down to watch a Persian actor in it. But why does he have an English accent? That always that drives me nuts in the trailers. Why does he just talk normal? To make him sound foreign to <laughs> I guess. an average moviegoer. I guess. It'd be cool, though, to see a, uh, a video game movie do really well, though. Um, and then Survival of the Dead by George A. Romero, which I want to see. So I might be seeing three movies that week. Yikes. Yeah. Um, but just something tells me Survival of the Dead is something I'm going to have to like probably search out to find. Yeah, it'll probably be like a day at the yeah. Stars Film Center. Um, June 4th is Get Him to the Greek, which I actually want to see. Because um, it has Jonah Hill and um, Russell Brand. And that was the trailer looks funny. So what does he have to do in the movie? What's Dude. the plot? He has to get him to the Greek. What's the Greek, Ryan? The Greek is a theater in Los Angeles. It's uh, a venue that people are really want to play at. I don't know. <laughs> I know there's a, I have a live track that I downloaded off iTunes that Rod Stewart has that's called Live from the Greek, so it must be really famous. To ha- theater. To not just say, you know, live, it's from the Greek. In the trailer, uh, like they're playing the kind of the same characters as yeah. they did in Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah, it's written by Jason Siegel. I read yeah. that. So it's like they're not the same characters, but they're playing like that one guy's a fan. Like yeah. Russell Brand's whatever band. Obviously, all the snow. Yeah, he's playing all the snow again. So yeah, he's playing the same character, but the other one is yeah. Yeah. Um, so I want to see that. Um, also, Killers with Ashton Kutcher and Catherine Heigl. Oh my god, that looks terrible. That movie is like what five years too late. It's like no doubt. It yeah, it missed the cusp of celebrity. Let's put celebrities in huge action movies thing. Actually, a lot of um, movies come out that June fourth. Marmaduke. Which um, Owen Wilson voices the dog Marmaduke. <laughs> um, Christopher Mintz Plazzi's in it. You know, you might remember him from such films as Superbad and Kick Ass. Um, and then you also have Splice with Adrian Brody and Sarah Pauly, which looks really bizarre. And I read that it's three hours long. A three hour horror movie? Yeah. I don't know if it's horror or sci fi, it just looks bizarre. It looks like horror to me. Yeah, I mean, like, like they're cutting it like a horror thriller kind of movie. Yeah, it seems like aliens, but yeah, I have no idea. Not aliens. I'm not. I'll, I'll wait till that's a dollar at Redbox <laughs> to launch it. I think a lot of people will. Um, the next is June 11th, and the big movie there is A Team, which I actually think looks kind of fun. It does. I've never seen the original show, but I got. Uh, I miss the fact that. Mr. T won't be in it, but it seems <laughs> you, like they're really. You hope that he does a cameo. Yeah, <laughs> like as a like as a gold salesman, like as a maybe cash for gold. Where the new guy like is looking in a mirror that's actually a window, and so like <laughs> Mr. T, like, or he buys a new van from Mr. T because in the trailer they show that they wreck his van. <laughs> See, dude, call. dude, I could be, I could be, you could in, be a Hollywood writer. I could be a producer <laughs> and force him to put what I, I want in idea. the movies. I got an idea. All right, the A team. Has to fight a giant spider. <laughs> um, Joan Rivers, a piece of work comes out. That's a documentary of Joan Rivers. You know, she was funny on the Johnny Carson show. I actually, my dad has these old um, clips, and she was actually really funny. Now she's known for plastic surgery and being bizarre. And I'm guessing that's a kind of a wink, wink title, a piece of work, because her whole face is a 
worked on. <laughs> and then, oh, dude, I know what we're seeing. I can't believe I said The A-Team was the biggest movie of this day. The Karate Kid, starring Will Smith's son, <laughs> produced by Will Smith. I've been waiting for another Jackie Chan movie. I know, right? Yeah, uh, remakes, remakes, remakes. Yep. Um, June 18th, um, I Am Love with Oscar winner Tilda Swinton in it. Um, I, I read somewhere it's like a she's a lesbian, but I, I, I stopped reading In the movie or in real life? In the movie. She looks like one, though, right? <laughs> and then... Uh, Oh, there's a couple big movies. Um, Jonah Hex comes out, which I actually think looks kind of interesting. I have to check out the trailer online. I heard there's one. It looks interesting. You didn't see the trailer? I think I saw it before Nightmare on Elm Street. You must have, because it wasn't before Iron Man. Yeah. Didn't you see Nightmare? You didn't see it before yours? Not my... Not... What? You saw Nightmare on Elm Street, right? It wasn't my nightmare. It wasn't before yours? Huh. Interesting. It wasn't before my nightmare. Um, The Killer Inside of Me has Casey Affleck and Jessica Alba and I think Casey Affleck's actually a really good actor um, so there's a killer inside Casey Affleck I guess so he's chasing after Jessica Alba and then the biggest movie on June 18th is Toy Story 3 finally finally and you know I actually got really excited as at Toys R Us and they have a Lego of Woody's Roundup nice that I really want to get but it was like 70 bucks I know God, when did the Legos get so expensive I don't know I mean they always were but maybe with my first bonus check I'll go get it because it's just like, so cool. I could have a third of a Nintendo DS instead of this <laughs> plastic playset. <laughs> but it comes with Woody and um, his horse, and it comes with Jesse and the old prospect, too. Stinky Pete? Yep. <laughs> and they are, they have each have their own little building. It's really cool. Nice. It has like 800 pieces, so I think it'd take you a while to put it together, and it looks really cool. It's crazy how only now are they getting to making toys that actually emulate the toys in the movie. I know, right? Like, you can actually get the pull string Woody in, like, the roundup box and the Buzz Lightyear actually comes in a box that's shaped like the his ship like yeah. it used to just be a square Toy Story box you know because I had that Buzz Lightyear but like now they're actually yeah. presented as they were in the movie yeah you know, I uh, you can get a bucket of army men I watched uh, Toy Story 2 recently and there's a really funny joke in it that I never noticed before at the beginning when um, Wood, uh, Buzz Lightyear is zooming around he gets a sticker stuck to him and it says Butte and it's on his butt <laughs> You just, just now got I just, Well, I haven't watched a movie in so long, and I was laughing my ass off. And then uh, when Woody's being held in a milk crate in the Toy Story, his the toolbox on top has been for tools, which is uh, Home Improvement, Tim mm, Allen's yeah. character. Uh, his show was been for tools, and right. so that, that was funny yeah. to me. And uh, you're older, and you see that stuff. And I'm excited for Toy Story 3, um, because it's Toy Story, and right. it's Pixar, and they, are, they rock the house. Um, They've had, like, nine successful movies in a row, so... Yeah. Uh, then we're going to June 25th, Grown Ups with Adam Sandler. I actually think this looks pretty funny. You know, I like Adam Sandler a lot, so. I just watched a preview for like 10 minutes ago at Buffalo Wild Wings, and you can totally tell it was a movie they wrote back when Chris Farley was alive, because Kevin James is like filling in yeah, you know, I, for that character. Actually, I read it at quote, um, it might be in here, and Chris Rock says that. He actually says that in here. Let me see if I can find it. Dun, 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 dun. Well, anyways, he says that he, Chris Rock says that he's the Chris Farley character, um, and then also that Night and Day comes out, which I actually think looks kind of cool. Killers too. Um, but like, <laughs> if you watch the tra- like the second trailer, it's a little more like Jason Bourne mixed in because, uh, or is Tom Cruise crazy? So I, I, I and I like Tom Cruise, 
And so he doesn't really make bad movies. So I, I have hope for that one. Yeah, I'm still confused by the whole premise of it. Exactly, because there's something different about it. Like, I don't think it's a straight... It seems like they're not telling, like... The, the story, yeah. Like, the advertising isn't telling what... Like, it's one of those trailers that is meant to capture, an, like, a generic audience. But you yeah. know that the story is, like, this really esoteric idea. Yeah, because it, I, I think it's rated R, too. So I think it's darker than people are going to give it credit for. So I'm interested to see it. There's um, probably a lot of actual, like, really graphic violence that they're not showing. And, of course, June 30th, um, Love Ranch with Helen Mirren and Joe Pesci. But Joe Pesci? Where's he been? <laughs> well, I don't know! Um, that's my Joe terrible. Pesci. That was terrible. Um, <laughs> but, dude, that's not even the biggest movie of the week. The Twilight Saga continues. Eclipse finally eclipses our yeah. screens? <laughs> uh, uh, a movie that you have actually paid... Oh, you didn't pay money, so... Your father has paid money to... <laughs> I was bribed into seeing it. <laughs> to, to help um, fuel the teen fanatics... Um, I have nothing to say about it because I've never seen them. And I'm not going to go see this one. July 2nd, which is, you know, quite possibly the biggest movie day of the year. July, my favorite month for movies. Uh, why and is that, myself. Brad? I, I set you up there. You didn't even say anything. I say, why do you love July? Because uh, my birthday's in it. Thank you. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say it. Obviously, I, you don't remember when no, my birthday No, I know is, your so. birthday. So no, I was, you're just backing off no, of what I said. I was waiting for you to you didn't tricking say Tricking me it. into exposing something you didn't know. <sighs> Um, on July 2nd, The Girl Who Played With Fire comes out. Firestarter? <laughs> I I guess it's going to be an independent movie because I've never heard There's of it. There's fire like a crazy cartoon cat, and it's The Girl Who Plays With Fire. Like Calvin and Hobbes, but not Calvin <laughs> and Hobbes. Uh, or she burns herself. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to... <laughs> you're just, you're trying just to make grabbing. the list funny. Um, the Last Airbender... Which last week was converted to 3D. Uh, <laughs> Watching the Iron Man 2 trailer and they said it was in 3D. I don't remember ever saying that. So let me get this straight. This kid, he can bend the air around <laughs> him. He can control all the elements. That's based on a Nickelodeon cartoon that I've never so seen. So shouldn't be like the last element bender? <laughs> You'd think so. Yeah, because the four elements are wire, uh, what, what, what? fire, water... Air and <laughs> Earth, and he's just the Airbender. So <laughs> how does he get the other three powers? I, don't know. I guess I'll have to watch it to find yeah. out. <laughs> it's directed by M Night Shyamalan. It's actually based on an uh, a- anime show. I know. Um, so I don't know why M Night Shyamalan is taking credit for it. <laughs> I know it says it says like M, M. Night Shyamalan's, Shyamalan's the last, last Airbender. Airbender. And it's actually called the cartoon is Avatar: The Last Airbender. But they can't use that anymore because because Avatar James Cameron stole it, screwed it, screwed it for because everybody. Because he owns the word Avatar. So when we say, "This is my Avatar that I use online," you're you're in copyright infringement <laughs> of James Cameron James and his blue Cameron. cats. Um, July 9th, uh, Cyrus with Jonah Hill and John C. Riley. Have you seen a trailer for that? Cyrus? Yeah. No. Huh. Like Jonah Hill and John C. Riley. Yeah. Probably a comedy, I guess. I'm guessing a comedy. A Despicable, Despicable Me, which is a cartoon with Steve Carell as a villain in it. A lot of uh, famous comedy voices, but not sh- really... Yeah. S- I, I can't I, figure out what the movie is. Cause I can't it has either. Because the, the teaser is like he's stealing things, and I know... Someone's stealing things. I don't know if it's... Yeah. And I was, reading, uh, I was reading that his ultimate plan is to steal the moon. 
So the other trailer I saw is there's just like these little like bug-eyed creatures mm-hmm. that are like fighting him or something, huh? Or keeping him from stealing stuff. I don't know. It's really bizarre. Yeah. Uh, the movie I want to see the most on July 9th is Predators with Sweet. Adrian Brody and um, oh, it is. <laughs> asshole. Um, and Topher Grace. Spider-Man 3's Topher Grace. I was gonna go play paintball or go karts, but why don't we do Predators? Both? Why don't we do both? All three. Fucking a. Oh, because uh, no one comes to my birthday. Just kidding. You, you and Adam do. Thank you. Um, July 16th. Uh, <laughs> the concert. Bringing down the show. <laughs> July 16th, we're skipping that, uh, the concert because the only one I care about on July 16th is Inception with Leonardo. What concert? Uh, it's a movie called The Concert. Oh, I think you said... I thought, for a second, I thought you said there was another Jonas Brothers concert movie. I'm like, <laughs> why? <laughs> July 16th, uh, Inception comes out. Yes. Which is a movie that... The trailer is so bizarre that you're. I'm so intrigued by it. You know, obviously Christopher Nolan to a T. He's good at making movies that really bend your mind, make you think. And yeah, you know that's what's cool about him. He has, he's like a magician of movies. <laughs> the Prestige. Yeah. He's the prestigious director. <laughs> the, presti- pre- the prestigious director that creates little mementos um, <laughs> for you to watch on a dark night. Um, if you've got insomnia, then the cure for that is. I know I'm missing one. Batman Begins. I don't know if you can oh. really bring that in there. Um, if you're following Batman Begins, because following's one. There's another, like... No, we did the Prestige. All right, well, I think we covered them all. Yeah, so Moving go on. Christopher Inception. Nolan. Inception looks awesome. So the premise is this guy can go inside your dreams. And he steals your ideas, basically. Yeah. And, and that, that the coolest line from the trailer, what was it? Oh, shoot. Um, like, you only realize you're having a dream and when you wake up, or something yeah like something like that yeah every other time you believe everything you're seeing it's yeah. only when you when wake you, up wake you realize up you're you dreaming really, that you realize that it's not real and the actors in it are awesome i love i love ellen page mm-hmm. she's so cute and she's playing a totally different character in this i i, I what i get from the trailer you know she's playing the character that uh she's being recruited by him to yeah, do this but her like her vessel is for the audience because like she is taking us in exactly to learn about DiCaprio's world that he's, and then it's also got, um, what's his name, Scarecrow, Killian Murphy, yeah, Killian Murphy and Ken Watanabe, Batman mm-hmm. Begins alumni. A lot of people think Michael it's, Caine's in it, right? Yeah, he is. I he's saw him in the trailer. trailer. Was he in the trailer? Yeah, a lot of people see, think it's Cillian Murphy, but I was listening to the commentary on Red Eye, and it's Killian Murphy. Nice. I was thought it was Cillian. Yeah, I found that out listening to the commentary on Red Eye have from Wes Craven. I have not. You need to see Sunshine. I should see Sunshine. Well, He's good. Do I see his dork in it? No. <laughs> Some other dude's dork. <laughs> Some horribly burned dude's dork. And who um, can forget about Nicolas Cage in The Sorcerer's Apprentice, Sorcerer's Apprentice, which was a Harry Potter book, but... I yeah, it was. They, it was I, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Apprentice. This yeah. is just the Sorcerer's Apprentice. It's a Disney movie. Starring Nicolas Cage. <laughs> and it's directed by John Turtletop, who also did National Treasure, starring... Produced by... <laughs> Nicolas Cage. Uh, but actually, I love Nicolas Cage and Kick-Ass. Jerry Bruckheimer, what? I love uh, Nicolas Cage and Kick-Ass. Yeah, he was good in that. Yeah. Playing like a Adam West type character. 
Uh, yeah, <laughs> totally Adam West type character. It's a shame we started this now because Kickass is in the past. Yeah, we'll it's have a, to bring it up later. We will. Um, July twenty third, dinner for schmucks. It has Steve Carell and <laughs> Paul Rudd, and I love those two. That's like a quirky comedy movie. Like, yeah, it's another one of those rated R comedies where the trailer really doesn't show you exactly what they're doing in it. Yeah. But you know, uh, I was reading an interview with a director who's Jay Roach, who did uh, Meet the Parents and uh, the Austin Power movies. And he said that he would just put a camera up and just let them go and see what they came up with. And so it's a big ad-lib movie. Yeah. <laughs> There's no script for this. You guys just need to be funny. Kind of follow it. Hugh Hefner, playboy, activist, and rebel. It's a documentary about Hugh Hefner. Really? Yeah. I would have guessed that from the title. <laughs> and then um, Salt with Angelina Jolie. Which Let oops. me get this straight. Angelina Jolie is playing some kind of spy? Mm-hmm. Um, that was originally written for Tom Cruise, and he passed on it. Like, he was going to make the movie. play a, a woman spy? Uh, no, he, it was originally written as a man's part, and Tom Cruise was going to make it, but then he thought it was too close to his Mission, Mission Impossible, Impossible. Yeah. so he switched to Night and Day, and they rewrote that to be a woman. Um, July 30th, The Adjustment Bureau with Matt Damon. I think that actually got moved. I think I read somewhere that it that it got moved, but... I love Matt Damon, so I'll probably see the movie. You got an adjustment, didn't it? It did. <laughs> but I, I always like Matt Damon. He's always good at movies. It's the movie is just this trailer that keeps getting pushed <laughs> back and pushed back. Like it's like this abstract marketing thing that there's no there's no movie. It's just this trailer that just keeps <laughs> evolving and changing and gets moved around for years. Uh, <laughs> um, Beastly, which is an updated version of Beauty and the Beast, which I found out Neil Patrick Harris is in it. Is he the Beast? No, I wish, because then I'd see it. But I don't want to see it, because I don't know what he's playing in it. Because he'd be like, Row. <laughs> he's gay. He, he is gay. <laughs> but, like, you know what's funny? is He plays, like, the ultimate dude, ladies guy on his TV show. It's great. I and uh, how many, like, guys who, like, idolize him as being a ladies man don't know that he's I know. gay? Like, I idolize him, but, like, I totally you know. know. Yeah, yeah, I totally know he's gay. And it's really funny. His career re- took off after he did the Harold and Kumar movies, where he's playing a character of himself that became popular for you know other people to play like bill murray and Zombieland, and where you're an actor playing yourself and yeah. to an extreme you know and of course the movie we're gonna probably see july 30th is cats and dogs revenge of kitty galore dude i love the first one <laughs> have you ever seen it have you really have you seen it i own it do you are you gonna see the second one maybe not <laughs> and then um it was cute but I don't know where to go from there. <laughs> In July, TBA, um, Grease Singalong, starring John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John. Oh, which should be announced? Okay. <laughs> I was like, what's the movie TBA? <laughs> I, I guess they're releasing Grease again with lyrics on the screen, which I gather from just the title of the movie. <laughs> Subtitles? <laughs> the subtitle version of Grease? Re-released. I guess so everybody can sing along. Um... Yeah, and then we're going to August, and you can tell movies are starting to get a little not as well. Uh, not as good, because... Movies take a shit in August. They totally do, because we have Caro Time. Never heard of it. Patricia Clarkson's in it. She's a good actress. Then you have Centurion. Nope. Chain Letter. <laughs> chirp, chirp. Chirp, chirp. Um... And I guess the big movie for August 6th is The Other Guys. It has Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg in it. 
And Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. And what do they do? Um, oh, dude, what am I talking about? It's not the big movie on August 6th. Uh, Step Up in 3D is the biggest movie in August. <laughs> Did you see the preview for it? Ugh. Like, everyone's, like, looking at the yeah. camera. They're, like, yeah. <laughs> It's like oh all the shots are this like just stage shot, and they're all <laughs> dancing in one spot and like pointing like their arms and legs at the yeah. lens. And you notice like the focused uh, dancer seems to be like standing in front of a green screen. Like all the other dancers are like on a green screen, and he's like, yeah. "Oh my god, dude! What the fuck's happened to movies?" So Step Up 3D. Um, Sadly, um, it'll make a ton of money. Oh, I bet. Um, Especially at 10:50 a pop. August 13th, I have a feeling we're going to see two movies that day. Eat, Pray, and Love. Of course we're seeing that with Julia Roberts. <laughs> but uh, in all um, seriousness, on August 13th, The Expendables, which I want to see. Yeah. Because you know Stallone's going to make a violent movie. It'll be ridiculous, but it's Stallone, so totally have to come out. And then, of course, the movie actually I'm really, really looking forward to seeing on August 13th is Scott Pilgrim vs. The World. Oh, yes. Because <laughs> not only is it a, based on a cool little graphic novel, and it has Michael Sarah in it, because... I also son of a bitch. It also has um, Ryan's phone's going off. Directed by Edgar Wright, and I have to answer that because it's my restaurant. Sorry. Oh, all right. I'll try to. I can't see the book he's reading from for movies, but I guess we'll go to talking some more about Scott Pilgrim. It's probably the I guess the third most anticipated movie I'm looking forward to, which means anticipated uh, of the coming months because I've never read the graphic novel, but just the trailer alone is fantastic looking like it looks like a comic book uh brought to life um and it's you know edgar wright we know he's a comic book fan so he's definitely going to do it justice um and you don't know screw this i can't concentrate so i'm just going to stop it and then re restart it once he's done talking to his manager are you done are you done doing your job and we're back <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we were talking about Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, and we love, I love Edgar Wright, of course, um, from Spaced, and then to his awesome movies that he's made. Shaun of the Dead. And Shaun of the Dead Hot and Hot Fuzz. So it's been like three years since he's made a movie. Yes. So. This is true. And the trailer <laughs> looks awesome. I was reading online, some people don't like the trailer, but I think the trailer looks What's really. their problem? I know, I think it looks really interesting, like, uh, like really innovative. You know, it's it takes a comic book thing to the where it should be, you know, goofy. And yeah. I think it looks cool. And all the all the guys who uh, are the exes in it, you know, like Chris Evans, who's the new Captain America, previously the Human Torch. Brandon Routh. Superman. Superman. So it's cool to see that stuff, you know. And I love Michael Sarah, like he's just a cool actor. You know, he's always Always plays. Getting a little typecast, though. He is, but you know what? I would always be typecast if I constantly made as much money as he did. I wouldn't give true, a shit. True. Yeah. Um. And then we're Spider-Man 13. Sign me up. <laughs> I do it. Fuck it. Um. I get to play guy on the street corner again. <laughs> so I'm looking at this calendar, and there's a picture of Robert Downey Jr. and Scarlett Johansson that definitely wasn't in the Iron Man movie. Uh, where she's using using his pulse mm, beam. Yeah. Huh. That part in the trailer where Gwyneth Paltrow kisses the helmet before he jumps out of the. Oh yeah, that wasn't in it either. It wasn't in there either. Maybe there's a rich an additional tag scene with her doing that. Probably. And then they added the Thor scene. Sweet DVD extras. DVD extras. Um, August twentieth, we have the lottery ticket with Pow Wow and Ice Cube. <laughs> oh, I saw a trailer for that. 
Really? What's it about? I don't even know. Um, okay, get this. <laughs> There's this uh, African-American kid, you know, tough life on the streets. Yes. And, uh, you know, he really wants the attention of this girl. And then one day, he buys a lottery ticket, <laughs> and all of his dreams come true. <laughs> oh but he can't cash it for a whole week, so he has to keep it from getting stolen by his uh, neighbors who want to convince him to do like stuff with the money. You're not making this up? I'm not making that up. <laughs> yes. I was wondering what happened to little Bow Wow. <laughs> He's all grown up now. He's Bow Wow now. We also have Nanny McPhee, part two. Wow, they finally got around to that sequel? I guess. Didn't that first movie come out seven years ago or something? I wouldn't say longer. At the height of the Harry Potter? I guess, I don't remember. Fantasy, wizardry type movie phase. Um, the movie I actually kind of want to see this day is called The Switch. It has uh, Jason Bateman in it. You know, I love Jason Bateman and uh, Jennifer Aniston. And I guess they're like really good friends. Uh, gosh darn it. It's actually written by... Um, really good friends. Yeah. And you say he's just a friend. Oh, hey, look at that. The lottery ticket. I turned right to the page. <laughs> look at him. He's holding it up like, Here, see what I have. Let's see if I got it right. <laughs> um, in the Brooklyn and Queens neighborhoods where Eric White grew up, his last name's White. Irony. Everybody knew everybody else's business. Quote, you'd have to sneak a new television in late at night if you wanted to get to it, get it into your apartment without anyone knowing, without everyone knowing, says the director, who drew on his experiences when penning his first feature, the story of a young man, Bow Wow, <laughs> in Atlanta's housing projects, who tries to keep his winning lottery ticket a secret over a long 4th of July weekend. Okay, so it was <laughs> just a, uh, three days, not seven through white base though white based the main character on himself this guy actually won a lottery ticket maybe that's how he got a movie made <laughs> bow wow also felt a connection yeah bow wow had a rough time growing up in the shadow of his yeah um basically my story goes right along with his a young kid going from nothing to something what <laughs> isn't snoop dogg like ridiculously rich um says the rapper actor now 23 and once you get to a certain pedestal you also have all these people who try to come to you for favors so sometimes it's hard to be lucky oh really hard <sighs> people coming up to you asking <laughs> for your millions of dollars <laughs> can i have a million dollars uh but no the director's on the guy i wish i i remembered it but then i forgot and now i feel stupid Ooh, there we go mary elizabeth winstead Yes. Oh, it's uh, that. it's the guys who did Blades of Glory did, did does a switch, and the the premise is um, Jennifer Aniston gets like artificially inseminated, but Jason Bateman breaks into the place and switches it with his semen. For <laughs> that, breaks into her vagina. <laughs> That'd be awesome. And takes back the semen. I love. I'd love me some Jennifer Aniston badge. Um. So yeah, I want to see that one. And then the last day of summer, August twenty seventh. We have Going the Distance with Drew Barrymore and Justin Long. You know, I always say this. You want to hate Justin Long, but he's always funny in movies. He is in so much stuff. He is. He's like uh, he's like the white Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> he's even in uh, the uh, waiting sequel, Still Waiting. Is he really? Yeah. He comes back as his you know, previous character, but he's like still a burnout. 
Did you see Just Still Waiting? It was on Comedy Central. Is it any good? <laughs> I had it on my Netflix queue, and then I watched... Obviously, the Comedy Central version is a little more dumbed down, like censored. Mm-hmm. But still, I was like, ah, I've seen it enough. <laughs> <laughs> and oddly, it's it's written by the guy who wrote and directed the first one, so I don't know. Huh. Maybe he felt the pressure. Yeah. Of I guess the new director just didn't figure out the material right. And then the last exorcism that I've never heard of. Is it another exorcism movie? But it's the last one. <laughs> and then um, we're going to close that out with Piranha 3D. Where the, pir- the Piranha CGI is something like we could do in Photoshop. Yeah. <laughs> it's pathetic. Uh, on the I Love Movies podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh Doug Benson has someone on from the movie. I forget his name. But they talk about like, yeah, actually, uh, there's a part where uh, Prana bites some dude's dick off. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Should be interesting. And it's sad because Christopher Lloyd's in it. (laughs) I know. And Richard Dreyfuss. I know. Yeah. Richard Dreyfuss is probably the most glaring, like, (laughs) cashing in on his last bit of Jaws fame. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. But... um, yeah, wow. So- summer sounds really. Uh, there's like a handful of really fantastic yep. movies, and there's a <laughs> slew of Shit. what's this or this looks terrible. <laughs> and it's weird because like in the middle of June, it's like all the movies are being released. Yeah, and you would think that uh, July second would have a huge movie on it, not just the Last Airbender. Yeah, that's the Fourth of July weekend movie. Like that's the one you need to go out and see when you're celebrating America's independence. I know, right? What the hell is that about? Should be some kick-ass. Should be Predators or something. It should be Predators. Maybe they'll move it up. That'd be sweet. Yeah, awesome. And then we could still paintball and go kart on your birthday and pretend we're Predators Pre- and see Predators again. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do a Predator sound right now <laughs> or ever. <laughs> um, yeah, I was gonna suggest we talk about Twenty Four, but your battery's about to die, so. Uh, but I love me some 24. 24. Jack it's getting is, good. Jack's on, on the loose. Yeah, he's, you know, he says he's all about justice, but he's about vengeance, Yeah, apparently. And now he is. But, you know, I, 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 I sympathize with him because, I mean, he's done so much. And for it to constantly blow up in his face, you know he's yeah. going to snap eventually. And now it almost seems like he's becoming, like, this kind of, uh, like, superhero character because he, like, fi- in that preview for next week, he finds that uh, SWAT mask or whatever. Oh, yeah. So he's, like, donning a costume yep, to take great. out his wrath on everybody with. Uh, on one person, Charles Logan. I wonder if in, the like, the proposed movie they're going to do, he's just, like, this insane mercenary that... That'd be sweet. It's just... He, like, has no affiliation with everybody. He never talks to his daughter anymore. He's just out just killing That'd be awesome. people he thinks have done wrong. I love Jack Bauer. Yeah. Finally just goes off the deep end and he's just a, That's great though. He's like public enemy number one. You know, people said he went rogue, but does it really go rogue if he wasn't ever part of CTU? True. He's just a vigilante. So he's a vigilante, right? Yeah. He's like the Punisher. <laughs> he is like the Punisher now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they killed his like wife. <laughs> and then they killed kill his wife. girlfriend. Girlfriend, yeah. And he's like super He's, like, military trained. Yeah, he's the Punisher. Yeah. And how awesome was that when he, like, used the call signs against the uh, yeah, sniper and all the Russian guys? Against uh, Echelon. They re-brought... What's, what's the name of the satellite? It's Echelon, right? Yeah, I think so. I think you're right. Yeah, because I think they mentioned that in the first couple seasons and that he knew, like, what to say to trigger him. Oh, it's so great. Yeah. I love Jack. 
It's like, there's no way he's getting away with this. Just like bringing Michael Madsen in, which we mm -hmm. still don't really know his backstory. Uh, and he's just able to like uh, hide from all those Russian agents. But yeah, it turns out like he plotted the whole thing. It's yep. awesome. It's great. Go Jack Bauer. And then, uh, what's his name? Ortiz. Like, I totally thought he was going to cave and yep. go with Chloe, but he's still... I don't know, what's his problem with, like, he was, he wrote Dana Walsh off himself, and yeah. now he's, like, having regrets about it, just because Jack killed her. Yeah, exactly. Like, she almost... It was point blank. Yeah. He, he executed her, just like he would, she said he would. She yep, caused the deaths much. of so many other people, but he yeah. should've, still should have spared her. Yeah, right. Like, whatever. Jack doesn't he's take that He's not going to get any for a while. Totally. Hey, Jack knows. Because <laughs> he learned, I mean, I think that's why he killed her so quick, too. Because he let, you know, uh, Myers go for a while. Yeah, it's like it's like a like cause a he bad let her, dog, you know. It's, he let her get arrested light. in the first season, you yeah. know, or she got away, but then she got arrested. He let her, and he kept playing him and playing him yep. until she had like no until she had nothing left to give, and he fucking shot her dead, yeah. which he should have in the first season. Mm -hmm. Go Jack, go Jack. Three more episodes left, so we're gonna go watch that episode and come back to you next week with more. What are we watching next weekend, movie wise? Fuck. Robin Hood? Robin Hood. Matinee. Because we don't want to pay full price. <laughs> we want that $3 <laughs> off. <laughs> hey, oh, I have a free ticket. That won't work. Uh, that won't work on release. that one. Hmm. Tisk, tisk. Maybe I'll save it for Sex in the City, too. <laughs> Until then, this is Brad. I'm Ryan. Thanks for listening to Netflix. Netflix. Your one-stop movie shop. That's so lame. We'll think of something else. <laughs> <up>. <laughs>